up, guys? This is Carly Janae, and I thank you for tuning in to the Naked and Exposed, the podcast. Well, guys, this is episode 13, which means we are at the end of season one. Woohoo! <laughs> no, seriously, I am excited. It's a little bittersweet. Like, I cannot believe that this is episode 13 that we have been on this journey since November. But nonetheless, let's jump into today's episode and then we'll talk about what's to come, what to expect, and when season two will start. Sometimes you have to lose yourself to find yourself. Be gentle to yourself, be kind. Face your fears, swallow your pride, laugh more and smile. This world will try to label you, break you, convincing you that you are not worthy enough to be, to breathe, to see that there is more to the temporary emptiness, more to the temporary pain, more to feeling as if you have to hold in those temporary tears hidden behind a mask that appears to your peers. This is not the way to live. Sleepwalking through life, hoping Just hoping the silence you wear screams loud enough for someone to hear the day. I surrendered it all, cried out for help, leaned not onto my own understanding was the day that I realized that with him I am strong, that with him I am never alone, that who I was was formed by listening to the lies of the enemy. And who I am is molded daily by the one who is and will always be everything that I need and I pray. I pray you realize that none of this poem, this these poems was about me. All right. So here we are at the end of Healing and Discovery. This season for me was experiencing healing and understanding the power behind my voice. In two months, I will be another year older. And or less than two months now, actually. When this comes out, it'll be exactly one month um, for my birthday. My birthday is June 15th, turn up. The showcase that documents the next season will be July 20th at, in Raleigh, North Carolina. You can get tickets at BIT. It's bit.ly, B-I-T, I probably should have been more prepared. It's B-I-T period L-Y backslash The Nay Show, T-H-E-N-A-E-S-H-O-W. Or you can just go to carlyjanae.com, which is C-A-R-L-E-E-J-A-N-A-E. If you aren't following me on the gram, follow me on the gram. If you aren't like it, if you haven't liked my Facebook page, like my Facebook page, there has definitely been some restructuring. So let's just get into it. I mean, we hear what it, we might as well just walk in it. So God has been revealing to me personally that I have been trying to pour into too many containers and I haven't been neglecting being diligent with the little. And this is what happens when you get, you know, sidetracked with a comparison or you just feel, because we know that feelings are fleeting, you just feel As if you're supposed to be further along than you actually are, but it's this notion that our 20-somethings or year one, year two 
are the foundational years, really one through seven are the foundational years, considering it takes seven to 15 years for you to really break out and be walking fully in what it is God is calling you to do. But, and I'm not saying like that's for everybody because God is a God of the impossible. So he can do supernatural things, but it's this notion that one, the blind can't lead the blind. So you have to be willing to go through something, to endure through something, to overcome something in order to reach back and to pull people into the future with you. But if you've never gone through something, if you've never allowed your character to be tested, if you haven't surrendered or gone into repentance or even acknowledged just the disgusting things within your heart, it can be really difficult the more that is added on to you because then you will forfeit the assignment. And so I have just been in this reflection and just yielding and just asking God to really give me strategy on what to do moving forward. So moving forward, I will only be focusing on the podcast in the showcase. I'm not writing any more books. I'm not really, I'm not going to put out t-shirts or anything like that because I just want to be diligent with the little. And then as I'm consistent and as I'm diligent with that, then I pray and I believe that God will stretch my capacity. But it's this notion of, and I talked about this on my live. So on Facebook, I, I'm going live more once every Thursday to kind of just talk about real time things that's been going on versus the podcast where I'm breaking down each poem and kind of giving insight to where I was or where I am that relates to the poem. But it's this notion that you have to lose yourself to find yourself. So God's word says it comes with a cost to follow him, to die to self is actually to gain, but to gain this world and to lose your soul. Like, what's the point? Like, what's the point? And so it's this notion of dying to self, dying to the need of approval, dying to the need of understanding, dying to the need of being quote unquote successful by what's de de defined by the world's terms. And I've just been in this space where I'm just like, God, how much of what we do or what we deem to be success or what we deem to be your will is actually the culture because God says that we are in this world and not of it, but how much of what we do is actually shaped by this world. And it's this notion that the world, the pressure from the world, which is really an invisible world, really when this Bible says that this battle is not against flesh and blood, this points to it. Because if you ask people individually, everybody's struggling with the same thing. And so this right here paints a picture to the invisible world because who is this world that we speak of? Um, but we know that there is an enemy. And so we know that there is deception. We know that there is pride. We know that there is fear. We know that there is double-mindedness. We know that there is insecurity that rises, but it's also a beautiful process because that shows us areas that we need God to touch. That shows us areas that we are working through on this journey of becoming, but you have to die to yourself, die to what you believe to be true to actually learn the truth and who God is calling us to be. And for me, I had to lose the idea of be being a designer. I had to lose the idea of being somebody's girlfriend and wife. I had to lose the idea of working for this a top agency in the world. I have to had to lose the idea of having a nine to five. I had to lose the idea of moving across the country. I had to lose the idea of, of no longer being supported by my parents, I had to lose this idea in order for God to show me who he is because he says, lean not onto your own understanding, but acknowledge me in all your ways and I will set your path straight. And so it's this notion that I had become too focused on self. And so God had to break that. 
And in order to become, you have to endure. Struggle produces endurance. Endurance produces character. Character produces hope. But everything we go through, our our Father in heaven has gone through it. Jesus has gone through it. He is without sin. Though we have sin or have sin, Jesus did not. He is the perfect example, but he is an example nonetheless of what is possible when we take our eyes off of ourselves in this in the aspect of focusing on who God says he is, because in him there we are, because we are created in his image and his likeness. And so I had to lose everything I once found comfortable in order for God to really show up and show out. And I've been echoing this on the last 12 episodes. It's not easy, but it's totally worth it because there's components of me that I've discovered. There's components of me that have been reawakened that I totally forgot about because of the pressures of this world or just, just, you know, you go through some things and you kind of forget elements of yourself. Or when you're reawakened to these elements, you're like, yo, these have been here my entire life. How did I not see them? But it's like you had to lose this idea of who you thought you were in order to really see who God is calling you to be. And for me, that was giving up design. That was exploring writing. That was not really seeking a job. That was taking my business stuff offline and just free falling. And allowing God to show me who he is, to show me that he's a protector, to show me that he's a provider, to show me that he gives purpose, that he confirms, affirms my identity, that he's the one that says he would never leave nor forsaken us. And you have to lose yourself to find yourself. Be gentle to yourself, be kind. And it's giving yourself grace in the process. Because a lot of us live in the shame, a lot of us live in the condemnation, a lot of us live in the comparison of feeling like we're supposed to be where they are. But the person that you're comparing yourself to subconsciously has been in this fight for the past 10 years. You're 20-something and they're pushing 40. And it's like you can't compare yourself to somebody who's been doing this thing. And then at the same time, you don't want to compare yourself to anybody. Why? Because you don't know what it caused them to get to where they are. Whether that be rooted in the kingdom or whether that be rooted in the playground of darkness, you do not know what it cost them to get where they are. And you do not know what they are still walking through. You, you don't know that. But in that, we have to be gentle to ourselves, be kind, face our fears, swallow our pride, laugh more and smile. Yo, as someone who has been serious her entire life just because of the pain and the brokenness, it's been liberating to joke. <laughs> and, to actually, and it actually be funny and it actually not be rooted in another person's pain or using what I know against them to, to try to make it funny. Like, it's been cool facing my pride because we know pride comes before destruction. And so it's been cool facing my pride to know like, oh, yep, that's pride. Bow down. You have no, like you, 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 you hold no weight up against the name of Jesus. Like you actually have no authority on living here in my body, but you know, it's a process. <laughs> facing fear. First of all, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. So right there, God says he does not give us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And it's this notion like fear has no authority whatsoever. It's just a distraction, a distraction to get us to worry or a distraction to get us to lose focus. 
where per like perfect love cast out all fear. So where faith, you know, I could go on this tangent, but y'all, when you can get a grip on fear and realize that it really has no authority, to realize that you're constantly worrying about something or making if, but, shoulda, coulda, woulda scenarios that you shouldn't and just dwelling in the notion of who God says he is. He says that he plans to give us hope in a future not to harm us, hope and to prosper us, hope in a future not to harm us, to prosper us. Like he says this, this, but do you believe him? And if you believed him, then fear would have no authority. And then it's just smiling, laughing, and let go of the guards, let go of this protection mechanism, let go of feeling like you have to prove yourself to the world because you don't. Let me be the first one to tell you, someone who has tried, someone who has done it her entire life up until the point she just could not any longer. And I thank God that he showed me in this, this moment of pure desperation that he had always been in pursuit of me. I just didn't have the, the language or the eyes and the ears to recognize it. Now I do. Now I can look back over my life and see like, well, God's been there this whole time. Oh, I went through this because of the decision I made, not because it was God's plan. And that's, you know, not everything we go through is God's will. We have the option to decide free choice. And so it's like, all right, Jesus, let my actions and my decisions partner with your plan for my life. Let me co-labor with you. Let me walk alongside of you. Let me let go of the false image that the enemy has tried to create or blind me through deception, through pride, through fear. And let me actually be molded by who you say you are and who you say I am because of who you are. And this is what it looks like, sounds like on this journey of becoming these past 12 episodes, 13, yeah, 12 episodes was the beginning of whatever the next few years are going to look like. And I'm grateful that you decided to partner with me. You decided to come along with me, that you're willing to stand naked and expose yourself in order for God to rid you of things that cannot go into your future, in order for you to discover the truth in him, your truth in him, for you to discover the power behind your voice, I thank you. I don't know what season two is gonna look like. It's still in the works, but it will definitely be similar to this. And I want to reveal the theme for next season, as well as the showcase. So the theme for the 2019 Aiden Exposed Showcase is called Mountain Move. And it's funny because I have (laughs) an image up on my wall that says faith can move mountains. And it comes from Matthew 17, 20. And during Matthew 17, 20, the disciples attempted to cast out a demon out of a young boy. And they couldn't, so they, of course, asked Jesus, and he told them, you of little faith, all you need is faith of a mustard seed to speak to the mountain and tell it to move. Speak to whatever it is that you're struggling with and tell it to move. For me, right now in this moment, in real time, I just have no desire to keep going, which is interesting because that's the theme in which I'm walking in is keep going. Don't give up. 
but I don't have the, the, the desire to keep going, but it's beautiful to be here because I can be honest with myself. I can be honest with you. And this is where God's truth. This is where his strength is made perfect in my weakness. Why? Because in this season, God is killing my ability to strive. I'm used to doing it. I'm used to going, I'm used to making it happen, but God's like, no rest. So I have no desire to keep going because it's no longer in my control because God is telling me to rest, to abide in him, to trust him. And like I said, that's not easy, but I know it's totally worth it because I am now, you are now living in the future of what you prayed for years ago, a couple months ago. This is a testimony overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So... As I'm in real time, walking this thing out, (laughs) back up the bottom of the mountain, get it ready to climb up it again or climbing up it again. Wow, God, thank you. And it's moments like this where I just have to stop and give him praise because he says to put on a garment of praise for heaviness, to praise, to thank. And I just pray that we never lose our awe I pray that we never lose our ability to be honest with ourselves first and foremost, that there's nothing to hide. If God is for us, who can be against us? Seriously, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Greater is he that's in us than he that is in this world. So yes, these past 13 episodes really wasn't about me. These poems really weren't about me. They were about you seeing yourself in the midst of me sacrificing my scars for public display so you don't feel alone, to encourage you to be honest with yourself, to know that you're not in this alone. And really, all of this is to point you back to Jesus, to encourage you to pick up the Bible again, to start the relationship again, to pray now, to stop what you're doing right now and pray, or to just acknowledge him, to just give him thanks. And that's all that matters. So I love you guys. I'm grateful for you guys venturing with me for the past, what, five months? Let's see. November, December, January, February, March, April, May, seven months. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing you in August. Bye, guys.